Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Michaela. And this is Drink the Movies. A podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it. Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies. Well, hello and welcome to episode 109 of Drink the Movies. I'm Brian here as always with Michaela. And Michaela, we are putting to close another year in the books. 2022 has come. It has uh, mostly gone. It's going to be gone in a couple of days anyway. But uh, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about the way that 2022 wrapped up? You know, 2022 wasn't a bad year. I think we all kind of came into this year thinking that we're not, you know, there was jokes about it where it was like, don't be getting crazy. You know, let's just walk in quietly with our arms in the air showing we're not going to hurt the don't scare it because we Mm -hmm. don't know what's going to happen. You know, I have to say, I think from a movie perspective, the theaters are kind of back to where they were pre, uh, at least in our area, pre COVID Um, getting there. Yeah, the theaters are, are filling up. And so I'm seeing a lot more people who are masking being in the theaters and people are leaving them alone to do that. And I like that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, gosh, this year was just kind of, it's fast. It went by real fast. I will say, I can't believe uh, that 2023 is in a couple of days. Yeah, absolutely. We are uh, making our way through the year. Uh, you know, we did a lot of stuff this year um, in regards to Drink the Movies. Michaela, you know, we we covered this past 52 weeks. Uh, I think we did like 49 movies. Uh, you know, we did two dedicated to the Oscars. And then this one, the uh, best of 2022, we're calling uh, this episode. So, yeah, 49 movies. That's uh, 49 cocktails, plus a couple bonus cocktails for some of the episodes, you know, uh, like Empire Records, where we did a whole bunch of those. We did a bunch of uh, cocktails for our Blade Runner episode. And then, of course, the lobby bars. Uh, Thank you, everyone who's been joining in for the lobby bar to get a bonus cocktail and a little bit of movie news. Uh, That's always a good time. But yeah, this this year has been it's been good. It's been crazy. It's still kind of I don't know. It still kind of feels weird ever since, you know, 2020 every year feels like the chance for a year to be back to normal. And I think that's just that's just the world we live in now. Every year is going to be a little bit uh, crazy and we're just going to have to roll with the punches. And what better way to ring in a new year to roll in the punches but then with a couple of really good uh, champagne and uh, mocktail, uh, faux champagne cocktails, uh, you know, let's drop the ball. Let's get 2023 in here, Michaela. And I have the perfect drink for us. This is the ginger limoncello sparkle. Uh, it has some of my favorite things in there. Uh, limoncello, uh, champagne. Uh, and this one's also going to use some ginger liqueur. We made everyone buy ginger liqueur way back uh, in an episode for something. What was that? Oh, that was for the fifth element. We bought ginger liqueur for that, Michaela. And oh, we're finally yeah, floss we're, paradise. We're finally going to finish off the bottle. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Unlike the champagne, which we have had 16 bottles since. Um, I, I love this because it's got some of my favorite things. I love limoncello. Um, I had the opportunity to make limoncello once. Um, and so maybe, uh, maybe I'll do that for new year's. Um, if I have enough time, I don't know if I do, but, um, limoncello is actually something you can find at a liquor store. I recommend, Mm -hmm. uh, putting it in the freezer, um, because warm limoncello is not nearly as good as frozen limoncello. Um, yeah. So, uh, tell me all about it. Tell me what, what's it got in it. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, you can find limoncello just at your liquor store. Um, generally speaking, the 
more you spend on one is more likely to come from Italy, uh, be a little bit better quality, but you can use kind of anything uh, you want to go in here. If it's something you're new to probably stick with a cheaper bottle and you're going to be a okay. But what you're going to do is you're going to uh, take two ounces of limoncello and two ounces of your ginger liqueur. Uh, we are going to be using the Domaine Decanton uh, that we use back for the Flossed in Paradise, uh, but you can use any ginger liqueur uh, that you want. Uh, you can put in a squeeze of uh, fresh lemon uh, if you feel so inclined, roughly about a tablespoon or so, just to you know, squeeze a little lemon wedge in there to brighten it up a little bit. You're going to shake that with ice and then strain it. This is enough for four cocktails, so put that into your champagne flutes and then top it uh, with some champagne or sparkling wine, cava, uh, Prosecco. Um, I would probably steer away from Prosecco because it might be a little sweet. I like kind of the breadier, uh, more champagne, uh, mm -hmm. cava, you know, better American sparkling wine that's made in the, the champagne style. Um, and you're going to sip it and enjoy. Now you can garnish that glass with some sugar if you want to sugar that rim uh feel free uh you know just kind of like a lemon drop martini uh but this is like a, a lemony french 75 it's going to be very umptious from the limoncello uh delicious michaela delicious yeah it sounds amazing i'm super excited it um i think from a champagne perspective because we're adding this to a bunch of other stuff i i want to say and you could speak for this, Brian, but you don't have to do anything super expensive to get, um, to, to make this drink come out nicely. I mean, mm -hmm. one of the things that, uh, 2022 has afforded us is the ability to not spend, you know, $60 on champagne if we don't want to, um, yeah. the liquor stores have a lot of options. There's a cava that you really like, um, that we could send a picture to, cause I can't remember its name. Um, mm -hmm. but you've been able to really help us, uh, novices like myself <laughs> find great champagne and not spend a fortune. Um, and especially if you're going to add it to something like this, um, don't, 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 uh, worry about spending a ton of money on the champagne to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I wouldn't spend more than $25 on anything that I ever mix with, uh, with right. anything, uh, champagne wise. So yeah, just get some, uh, sparkling cava is my favorite. Um, it's made in the same way as champagne. Uh, so, you know, check one of those out and, uh, give this cocktail a try because it's really good. It is really, uh, kind of neat and a little bit different if you're having a new year's Eve, uh, party or just, uh, you know, having a toast yourself to celebrate, uh, 2023, uh, ringing in the new year, but that is the alcoholic, uh, version we've got going on. Michaela, what about a cocktail uh maybe you've got maybe you got youngsters or maybe uh maybe yeah. you're being the designated driver or maybe you know 2023 is the year of uh of cutting back a little bit uh, that's what's right the, what's the mocktail look like the mocktail is amazing so i made this a couple of nights ago we had a bunch of kids at the house um that wanted to enjoy a kind of a cocktail experience with their parents we were doing bubbles as well and i thought i'll make this this is completely on the fly so you know some people are gonna like it some people aren't but here it is. Um, I'm going to call this the Charlotte Sparkle. Okay. And it's two cans of your favorite lemon lime soda. We use Diet Sprite. Uh, two cans of sparkling water. The sparkling water, we um, we use um, uh, clear water, which uh, and the flavor that we use was blueberry lemon. But you could easily do cranberry or lime or lemon or any mm -hmm. of the sparkling waters that you want. And it's two regular cans of that. Um, one bottle of fever trees, grapefruit soda. Um, there's no alcohol in it. It's where you can, you can find that where you can find all the tonics from fever tree. And it's just one of those little like eight ounce bottles. 
Um, and then two ounces of cherry juice or grenadine, whichever you have on hand. We do a lot of Shirley Temples. So we have a lot of Bing and maraschino cherry jars in our house. So we just use two ounces of the juice from that jar. And you're going to just put all of that into a container and you're going to lightly stir it because it's already carbonated. You don't want to stir out too much of the carbonation. So just make sure that you stir that grenadine or the cherry juice in it or else it'll sink to the bottom. And then you're going to you can pour it into a fancy glass and um, you could use a sprig of holly as your garnish. You could put some cherries at the bottom if you wanted to make it a little pretty. You could do a rim of um, any sort of sugar crystals, anything like that to make it really fancy. Um, our My kids loved it and I tried it and thought it was really, really good. If you are doing the sober thing and uh, and still wanting to celebrate, I really liked this drink. So, Okay. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. And it sounds, uh, you know, not quite as sweet as some, uh, you know, more kid centric mocktails. So this sounds like yeah. it would be good for anyone who just wanted something uh, sparkly um, to hold a nice glass in their hand. Uh, perfect for that. And yeah, like I said, perfect for anyone who might be uh, cutting back or, you know, whatever the case may be. So yeah, so give both of those a try. Let us know what you think of them and uh, let us know what your cocktail of choice is going to be uh, for New Year's Eve as we ring in the new year and kick 2022 uh, out the door. But you know, Michaela, uh, once a year, we like to get together. We like to just do kind of a little year-end recap. So we thought that's what we do. Uh, for everyone today. So why don't we take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk a little bit about uh, some of the cocktails we had and made for the show, uh, see what some of the listeners were drinking and, uh, you know, talk about some of our favorites. So let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll go uh, mix up a couple uh, ginger limoncello uh, sparkly drinks and we'll be right back. Spoiler warning for 2022. If you've listened to this and 2022 has ended, the year ended. And uh, we're going to spoil that for you. Um, yeah. We're going to talk a lot <laughs> wow. about. Spoil the whole year. Spoil Holy the moly. whole year. It ended yeah. and time time is moving irreparably into the past. Yeah. Um, gosh, um, we're going to talk a lot about the movies and cocktails, favorite cocktails and favorite shows and a lot of stuff. This We're going to try and keep the spoilers to a minimum. However, um, you've been warned. So I don't know. There were, like you said, there were 49 movies we covered. A lot of them were current films. Uh, mm -hmm. That was kind of mm -hmm. directional shift that we did this year um, that we were able to do because movies came out again for the first time in a couple of years. So um, Also, it was a little self-serving because we're like, we have a lot of Oscar movies to watch. So why don't right. we just uh, talk about those on the main show? Yeah, that's right. Um so we're going to talk a lot about movies that we liked. We're going to try and keep the spoilers to a minimum, but you've been warned. And uh, and spoiler alert on all the cocktails, because now there's no excuse. If you liked a cocktail, um, then there's no time like now. You can go back, uh, look at our website. It's got all the recipes. You can. We've got TikToks now on half of the lobby bar stuff. Um, you got You got no excuse. And if you have a question, you can always email us. Um, drink the movies at gmail.com. We have, we would love to talk to you more about, uh, cocktails. If you're like, Hey, I really want to do this, but I have a question. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. right. We're yeah. going to spoil and talk about all those things. <laughs> We're going to spoil and talk about all those things. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, cocktails and sending us in an email. One of my favorite things that we started up this year was our Discord server, uh, Michaela, which anyone is free to join. Um, if you go to the link in any of the bios or any of the things that we're on, you can uh, get a link to that. But we had a lot of people on there sharing uh, cocktail recipes and stuff like that. So that was a lot of fun, um, a really good way to share and get some information. And I wanted to run through because we got a couple of uh, feedbacks here on the Instagram. 
Instagram, what were people's favorite cocktails of the year? And uh, Max from Galaxy of Film Podcast, uh, he says that he is still hung up on our Tic Tac uh, recipe back from episode <laughs> 38, Juno. Uh, yeah. Max, Max, I guess, is a fan of Sunny Delight and who isn't, uh, to be fair. Um, that actually spawned one of the earlier um, Lobby Bar episodes where yeah. we made the uh, the orange uh, creamsicle uh, cocktail with the Sunny Delight, too. So, uh, yeah, definitely a good one, Max. Uh, thanks for thanks for that. And then we have uh, Bobby Frick, who is a friend of the podcast. Uh, he actually submitted two. Um, he's over on our Patreon submitting uh, cocktails all the time. And the first one is the Monkey 47 Gin and Tonic. Who doesn't love a Gin and Tonic? And who doesn't love Monkey 47? Michaela, have you ever had that gin? That's from the Black Forest region of uh, Germany. No. Oh, yeah, no. I it sounds amazing. It, it is amazing. It, it's a really good gin. It actually comes in a really cool bottle. It's like this old like little like old timey like medicine looking bottle. It's an excellent gin. Uh, a little on the pricey side, but if you're a big fan of gin, definitely uh, want to check out the Monkey 47 Gin and Tonic. And then uh also shared this recipe with us, the Jubilee Old Fashioned uh bourbon apple brandy, ginger syrup, and a clove spiked orange peel. Uh, Bobby Frick, uh, man after our own hearts. That sounds delicious. Uh, we got into, we we got into a lot of apple brandy this year. Uh, several things. Pink Lady Macbeth had some apple brandy. That was a, that was a potent one. If I do recall. Yeah. Oh, and it needed to be because that film is is a hard watch, man. I mean, as Macbeth should be right. Very dark, very stormy, very. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a stark one and the, the drink was a delicious one, but yeah, it was, it was a little tough, but wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the cocktails that we did over the course of the year, Michaela, uh, there were a lot, obviously, you know, we, we put out one of these episodes every week. We do all the lobby bars. So we, you know, we concoct a lot of concoctions, uh, around drink the movies, but one of my favorites and maybe kind of the benchmark of the hallmark of drink the movies this year was a cocktail. We didn't come up with at all. Uh, they came up with it at Fanny's um, at the Academy Museum. Julian and Christina Cox, the expert mixologists, and uh, Amy McCullough, uh, who works uh, with them, uh, you know, got us, you know, in touch with them, got us the recipe. But that was the Coda cocktail, Michaela. Top notch. That was. Oh my gosh. One of the most beautiful cocktails I've ever seen. Um, it's a beautiful cocktail to make. Um, really tasty. Um, just the, the gore, it, just the blue color is just amazing. If you're not uh, familiar with this, please go back and look at it. Um, go, I think you can go and and see the menu that, uh, Fanny's made for the Oscars last year. And mm-hmm. a lot of things happen around that time. We did our Oscar show and we've done it before, but it really took on a whole new, uh, kind of world. Um, when we, we kind of partnered with, um, with Fanny and huge thanks to them because we would have, I certainly would have never been able to make this cocktail without knowing, um, when you look at something, it, it's, it was like one of the first times we ever did a real like milk punch. Um, we, we dabbled with it before, but, uh, it's just, just a really amazing movie. And it was an amazing drink that whole week, I think is one of the top weeks in, uh, the drink, the movies history, uh, for Mm -hmm. me, but also definitely a standout for 2022. Yeah, absolutely. That was, uh, that was probably the most uh, beautiful drink, I think of the year, maybe one of the most beautiful drinks we've probably, uh, ever made um for sure and absolutely delicious and you know uh, thank you again to them for sharing that cocktail with us but yeah that kind of that kind of was like kind of the 
the high point and something that I noticed, I was going back, you know, or kind of, you know, making just a few notes uh, for the year, but it's, it seemed like we uh, really kind of honed in this year on, you know, kind of one of the, one of the themes of drink the movies is we try to get a cocktail, you know, that pairs up with the movie in some way, shape or form, but we did a lot of aesthetic uh, kind of pairing this year. And it started off with the very first episode we did this year, uh, the red pill and blue pill uh, for the matrix series. Um, and then uh, carried on to stuff like uh, Coda, you know, the Encanto, uh, you know, kind of in the colors of the Colombian flag, uh, the Velociraptor for Jurassic World. Uh, so a lot of kind of aesthetic pairings this year, Michaela. Yeah. And I think we we experimented a bit in uh, techniques of doing things that we hadn't before. I mean, one of my favorite experiences was when we covered um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That was uh, about midway through the year, episode 80. Uh, mm-hmm. And we did Marion's Martini Cocktail. And we... Um, we partnered uh, with the Loxley Distillery. That's um, that was really really cool, and they kind of showed us showed me how to infuse uh, liqueur in a really quick a quicker way than mm-hmm. taking days where you just take. I think it was peppercorns and um, cup, hyacinth. Some it was a flower that and some peppercorn that you put in um, the liqueur, and you could mm-hmm. put it in a whipped cream uh shaker <laughs> like one of those things with nitrix at, like uh, it's whipped cream dispenser yeah and it's uh yes. has, okay. has the little the little co2 cartridges uh yeah. that's there that yeah it kind of uh it was force, a much... force infuses uh, yeah and i had never done anything like that before and of course um you know it was one of those things where we'd run out of time but i'd found this amazing recipe and i was like oh we got to do it so uh really cool way of kind of infusing um, any anything, in, whether it's vodka or something else. Um, it was really, really cool. And never done anything like that before. And the drink was mm-hmm. delicious. And the people were so nice. Again, I mean, we really started to reach out to different um, entities if we liked a cocktail and tried to really spread our love of cocktails and movies and create some community um, before this year. And so that was a really great memory of mine. Yeah, for sure. We we did. We uh, got into uh, stuff like that. Some other new techniques, uh, you know, you were making stuff with the luster dust. So we had a lot of uh, really interesting uh, looking and tasting cocktails uh, kind of in that sense. And yeah, just a bunch of really standout uh, delicious cocktails. Uh, you know, we covered uh, Top Gun Maverick, one of the uh, biggest films of the year, one of the biggest films of all time. Uh, something, you know, when when we made the cocktail, we had no idea that Top Gun was going to be, you know, kind of as big and as successful. But the cocktail we had uh, for that one with the orange mal- marmalade, uh, that one was just absolutely delicious. And probably my I don't know if it's my number one cocktail of the year, but the one that I made time and time again, because it was perfect to batch out into big batches for parties, uh, perfect for the summertime. But that was the peach gin lemonade from A League of yes. Their Own. Uh, that one was delicious. And I just, you know, anytime we had like more than like two people coming over to the house, I'm like, I'm going to make up a batch of peach gin lemonade. Everyone's going to be amazed. They're going to say, where did you get that recipe? And I'm going to say, I got it from episode 88 of Drink the Movies. That's right. Um, I have to say that one, that was a really fun week uh, because we got to watch a great film. It's a film that I really loved. Um, We got to talk a lot about some of the nostalgia around that whole thing. It was historic as well. So you learned a couple of things, or at least I learned a couple of things that I didn't know before. Um, And then that cocktail, ooh, it's it's amazing. It was perfect for the summer. It was perfect for groups. Um, Really fun. 
but nothing compares to uh to some of the downers we had we had some <laughs> like awesomely bad cocktails and i'm just gonna go out there and and say it i'm really sorry i'm really really sorry brian that your favorite movie <laughs> had a cocktail that you hated because it wasn't oh. even a cocktail it was a shot yeah it and was it a shot basically yeah. was coconut on top of coconut with coconut flakes but it did look great terminator 2's judgment mm-hmm. day the liquid metal cocktail looked really amazing and, yeah. and I wasn't thinking about it at the time when I was scouring the world trying to make a drink that would pay homage uh, to the T1000. I'm really sorry that it that it didn't taste good, Brian. For you, yeah, yeah. The liquid metal sorry. was was like the T1000, and I was like Arnold, the T800, and this thing just kept punching me in the face with how much I hated it um, versus how much I love Terminator 2. But but that's okay. It did look it did look really cool, and yeah, it brought in that luster dust uh, that kind of got us, you know, on the bandwagon for that and making really fun kind of sparkly uh, cocktails, you know, stuff like. Uh, the witch's brew or the uh whatever we did for Hocus the witch's Pocus heart two. for Hocus the Pocus witch's two. heart uh had some of that in there a bunch of a bunch of really cool stuff so so yeah so they weren't all highs but i will say overall um i would give us a solid uh a overall for our cocktail making this year really good yeah, yeah. certainly nothing like the year before where the reason why we had a lobby bar and we've been asked this um so i feel like we should tell the story we were mm-hmm. asked to do a lobby bar or we were asked once where the lobby bar came from um, it wasn't because we needed more to do. Um, <laughs> it was because we we did a film. I believe it was Independence Day. It was, the, it was Independence and, Day, yeah. and the song was the fat lady. The song, the cocktail was the fat lady song, and it was absolutely horrendous. It was horrible. Um, yep. Can't I, I try. It was. It was in. I can't even explain how bad it was. And Brian took one sip and said, you know, I, I bet I can do better next week. And so <laughs> that was the birth yeah. of the lobby bar where we were like, Hey, what if we found some drinks that were pretty easy for any, any normal person to make, that's not going to spend three days making a milk punch or whatever. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, absolutely. Let's, let's, let's get into it. And so that was the birth of it. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, a lot of really good stuff. We also <laughs> visited a couple of classics. You know, we did the uh, Tangere Martini uh, from House of Gucci. Uh, we did the White Russian from Big Lebowski, one of Michaela's favorite movies. Uh, finally got that one uh, ticked off of the board. And yeah, just covered a lot of really fun uh, movies. Some of our absolute favorites, some new releases, uh, a bunch of Oscar films. You know, we kind of kind of covered the gambit. And then, of course, we did our our month tribute to uh, Halloween spooky movies. We did our holiday movie month here. So we have the full 12 days of christmas ready to go for uh next year when we uh unleash unleash those back into the world but yeah a lot of really fun cocktails uh for sure and uh you know excited to dig into some more here as we get into 2023 so uh everyone out there listening let us know what your favorite cocktail was from a show or if you had another favorite cocktail let us know that on any of the social medias or uh you know online through the website uh however you want to do it but michaela you know it wasn't all cocktails sometimes we had to sit down watch some TV shows, and there was a lot of uh, pretty good television. So why don't we take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about this year in television. So, Michaela, if you were ever not sure what you could be watching on TV, uh, this year uh, we had Ozark, Better Call Saul, The Boys, Moon Knight, Yellowstone, House of Dragon, Handmaid's Tale, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Andor, Rings of Power, Stranger Things, White Lotus, Severance, The Bear, and like a thousand other things. If you couldn't find something on TV this year, you, you probably don't have a TV, I guess, is the, yeah. is the only uh, Then thing. you just don't like television. Um, and that's okay. Um, but we do. We do a lot of that. It's been hard because we love films, um, but uh, we 
also love watching series and I we've really gotten into some new series and we finished up some old ones Ozark finished uh they finally had their season finale um yeah the the boys was very good we I don't think I think they've been released for another season Oof. Yeah. And then we started some new ones like House of the Dragon. That was a brand new one. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi was just a one season. Um, Rings of Power just started. Um, yeah. And then Stranger Things kind of set everything up for its pinnacle final season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, crazy stuff going on um, in TV. Like you said, some things coming to an end. Ozark, Better Call Saul. Uh, those are the you know concluding. Uh, you know, got some other things. Handmaid's Tale, uh, Stranger Things are setting up for kind of their final run. Um, you know, and just some absolutely incredible uh, television this year. And you know, that doesn't even you know get into you know any of the other uh, comedies and uh, miniseries and all sorts of stuff that that we watched on TV. So uh, kind of took a little informal poll again on Instagram. What were some favorites this year? We got a vote from uh, the Force Time Podcast. She says Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, that is a good pick. Um, Max again from Galaxy of Film. Uh, says Atlanta, uh, which is a show that I'd started a few years back, but I didn't keep up with uh, really. Um, everything I always hear about it is how excellent it is and uh, absolutely love uh, Donald Glover. So I definitely need to go back and and rewatch that. Was Atlanta something you ever got into, Michaela? I I didn't. Um, I did not. And it's on. it's been on my list for a really long time and I just can't ever seem to make it happen. Um, but yeah, I hear that that is excellent. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have to uh, check that out here in the in the coming year. Uh, let you know what we have to say about that. And then uh, Bobby Frick is back again, uh, says that Andor, uh, Stranger Things and Wednesday, uh, which just came out on uh, Netflix, uh, some of the favorites there for the year. Um, now, I have not watched uh, Wednesday, but I also hear a lot of good things about that. I think you guys were watching yeah. that one, maybe. Yeah, it's excellent. It's it's really good. And what I'll say is that it's, it's good for kids. Like I let my seven-year-old watch it. Um, and it, I felt it was appropriate. I didn't think there was anything uh, amiss there, but I also thought that it was really engaging for adults. Um, it, it kind of reminded me of kind of an, it has an Agatha Christie kind of mystery tone to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I think the actors are, are really good. Um, the writing is really clever. So Uh, Yeah. And that was kind of a late bloomer because that came out only a few weeks ago, I want to say on Netflix, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, It came out, you know, well past uh, Halloween, I guess, which is when you might think of something like that uh, coming out. But yeah, I've heard uh, nothing but good things about it. So definitely going to have to look into that. But yeah, there was so much uh, really good stuff on there. You know, I kind of rattled off about 100 things. And, you know, those are all things that I watched and, you know, thought were uh, pretty brilliant. Uh, Better Call Saul wrapped up. Um, It's my favorite TV show of all time. I really uh, like the way that it ended. I really like the way that everything ends, though. So don't take my word on stuff like that. But my favorite TV show, Michaela, I don't know. I don't think you uh, got a chance to watch that, uh, but it's the bear uh, with uh, what's his name? Jeremy White, I think is his name, uh, who's playing the lead in that one. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, really, really good. Really compelling stuff. Jeremy Allen White is his name. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be something to keep an eye on here as we get into the second season, I think will be coming out uh, this uh, later uh, this coming year. But what about you, Michaela? Uh, what were what were some of your favorites or what was your favorite show of the year? Uh, it's it's hard to say what your favorite is because everything is a little bit different and there's so many great ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. So let's see here. I liked House of the Dragon. 
it's it's great if you are a fan of kind of the idea of Game of Thrones and all of that. Um, there there were some things. I mean, we could talk about House of Dragon. We could do a whole podcast about that. There were some things I didn't love about it, but I thought that was good. Stranger Things, I love. Um, I love almost everything about it, even though sometimes it drives me nuts. I think that the art direction uh, and making that that whole time period in the world kind of happen. Uh, and the way that they do it is really good. I thought Severance was super clever and just terrifying at the same time. <laughs> yeah. um, not to be con con confused with Succession, which is also amazing and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. Um, I've just finished season three of Succession, which came out this year. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And here's the thing, Brian, is you will tell me, hey, you need to go see this. You need to listen. You need to go see this. And I will put it on a list. And then I have to get into the right frame of reference to be able to see it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I tried to see Better Call Saul and start that whole thing up because you said it finished and it's your favorite of all time. And I, I got into like one or two episodes and I just didn't, nothing happened with it. So I kind of quit. So I have to restart it. Um, but I hear consistently that that is amazing. I've also heard that the bear is really good and I've just not gotten around to see it yet. So it's, it made my list, but a couple of things that I really did like um, the last season of Animal Kingdom, which is uh, was brought to us by TNT. I think mm -hmm. now you can find it on Netflix. Um, that is uh, always kind of a good show. It, it's kind of like Sons of Anarchy uh, on on a okay. surfboard. <laughs> and oh. That's kind of, you know, if you like that, that's kind of fun. Um, uh, no, it's like Point Break, just in general. Yeah. It's just like okay. Point Break. It's like Point Break, except, oh, sad face, Patrick Swayze, nowhere in sight. There was another one that I feel, and I have to look it up now. Season two of The Witcher was really fun. Oh. Uh, my my husband's a big fan of The Witcher, and uh, sad, sad face, I don't know if they're going to make a, a season three now, um, which makes me really sad. Um, yeah. But that was really fun. Um yeah, that was a that was a shocker. I think they announced that uh, Henry Cavill was not going to be to be back. So I don't know if that is just on the back burner, if that's going to continue. But uh, you have to you have to be careful with your Netflix shows because uh, they might just uh, get yanked <laughs> from the rug on you at any given moment. Uh, but you know, sometimes there are things that are absolutely brilliant uh, on Netflix that came out this year. Um, a lot of the miniseries really good. Inventing Anna uh, was excellent. Uh, that starred uh, Julia yes. Garner from Ozark. Uh, that one uh, was really really fantastic there were a bunch of really good uh mini series uh on this year as well yeah so there was one out of range um i saw season one of that that was kind of interesting season two of upload um was really kind of fun season one was way better but season two was good um i really thought that the what's it? okay it's sorry sorry i'm just trying to find it it's the it's the one based on all of the books and it's got that very strange it's on HBO hold on I'm looking it up oh his dark materials mm. that was mm -hmm. that was absolutely wonderful if you enjoyed uh like the golden compass series okay um they did a film about 15 years ago now of the golden compass and it was going to be part of a series and it didn't end up getting made. <laughs> All of the other ones didn't get made. It really pissed off the Catholic church. Um, but HBO, I guess, thumbed their nose at that whole thing and said, we're going to do it anyway. And we're going to make a series. 
and it's really, really good. Um, you know, there's just so much out there. The more that I think about the series is that we've watched in the last year that have come out. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And there's been so much good stuff uh, recently. You don't even think about stuff that came out uh, in the earlier part of the year. Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, you know, out this uh, past February. Absolutely excellent uh, in so its fourth good. season. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there is there is just so much good television uh, coming out now, which really is kind of I don't know. We're I think we're going to get to a head here now, Michaela, because we had the last two years where movie theaters were, you know, basically at at a bare minimum, uh, right. you know, c- capacity. And now things are getting back so it's going to be interesting to see how uh these streaming services and and everything because every channel has a streaming service now and they're coming out with their own original stuff there's a new uh ryan johnson uh kind of whodunit uh crime drama kind of thing that's coming out right at the turn of the year that i'm very excited for uh last of us uh from hbo i'm very excited for so yeah just a a ton of really great television right now and you're probably going to want to keep an eye if you like talking about television if you like getting into series you're probably going to want to keep an eye on our patreon because we might be dabbling into some tv series on that so patreon.com uh slash drink the movies and you know we'll of course be doing cocktails and uh maybe some weekly check-ins if uh you know we get some feedback if there's a show that we really want to talk about or people really want us to talk about so um yeah keep an eye on that but i don't know michaela i think i think tv shows are are all well and good but we are drink the movies after all so why don't we take a quick break and we're going to be back to chat about uh this year at the box office and this year in the movies and this year at drink the movies so we'll be right back so this year, we saw a lot of movies at the theater, and I'm really happy we to did. say that because, mm-hmm. you know, we're Drink the Movies, and for a, a good, <laughs> when we started this podcast, there was no movie watching in a theater unless it was like a personal theater that we had, like, you know, in, in your theater room or on my third floor. Uh, there was yep. just no no, uh, no going to the theater, and then we would go to the theater and be terrified and have, like, tons of masks on and be worried and we're still we're still very very cautious. I want to I don't want to say we've thrown caution completely uh, afar, but uh, it's been really nice to go back to the theater. I really enjoy the movie going experience uh, in general. My my husband likes to go get you know beer and popcorn and uh, really just enjoy it. And we've seen a lot of films in the theater all together, and that's been really fun. Yeah, absolutely. We have seen a lot of uh, films in the theater and, you know, some films on our own, too. I will say that uh, this year, 2022, I saw more movies in the theater than I probably have collectively in like the whole of my life. I was at the movie theater all the time. Now, close to us, we have Regal Theaters. Um, so we are members of the Regal Unlimited, uh, which is a really good option if you have Regal Theaters in your area. It's like, what is it? It's like $19 a month. And then you can uh, either go see movies for free or just pay a little bit of a surcharge if you're seeing something like an IMAX or 3D or something like that. But that has definitely paid for itself, especially, you know, uh, there was a time when we went and saw, you know, I like movies like three weeks in a row. We saw like Top Gun and uh, Doctor Strange, uh, like like in the Northmen, I think all in like that same week. But to kick yeah. off our movie going, you know, we were in the throes of uh, of Oscar watch season. And, uh, you know, if there's there's two things that are true about Oscar watch season, uh, it's it's exciting and it's and it's nice because you're watching all the Oscar movies. You feel some sense of pride checking them off of your list. Uh, But you also have like this existential dread because you know that these movies are going to be difficult to watch 
and cover uh, heavy subject matter, uh, yeah. you know, and it's it's just going to it's going to be a downer, to be quite honest. Uh, love your Oscars. <laughs> love you. Love your sad movies. But, you know, so, some it's just a downer. That's that's one truth. Um, and the other truth is that you just need to you need to pick up your spirits a little bit. And that's what we did. Our first movie watch of the year, Michaela, we went and saw Uncharted. Um, it was a fan request uh, from our friend Cassia, who said, hey, I really liked the video game Uncharted. Go watch this movie and make a cocktail. And that's what we did. That is what we did. We we will basically, if you ask us to do something, we probably will do it. We'll probably do it. Uh, just let us know. Um, so yeah, we did. I remember uh, everything's better with Tom Holland uh, making fancy drinks. Uh, you know, going around the world looking for all sorts of things like gold and uh, pirate ships, and it was uh, it was a fun adventure for sure. Um, I didn't realize that that was the first one we did this uh, this year. Um, yeah. But uh, we saw a lot of cool things in the theater and we saw a lot of cool theaters. Uh, I think my favorite theater going experience for this year, I have to say, uh, was when you and I snuck off uh, and watched uh, Marcel, the shell with shoes on, uh, which Mm -hmm. was playing at a very special theater. That's right. Yeah, it is playing at the uh, Independent Picture House uh, here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It had uh, just uh, reopened to the uh, to the public, I think, at the time that that we went. But we we saw the previews for Marcel Shell. We definitely wanted to go see it and we definitely wanted to go check out this little movie theater. Um, it was awesome. It was a really great experience. Um, had some popcorn. Uh, you had some, uh, straight from, uh, straight from the tap, some Prosecco. Uh, they had you, Prosecco on tap. You, you still, I don't know if you got a tap of Prosecco for, uh, Christmas, uh, but maybe that was, maybe that's the gift for, for next year. But yeah, going to see Marcel the shell, that was uh, an awesome experience. And, you know, over the last couple of years, we'd been to some movies, but it was it was Marvel movies. Those were the only things that were coming out. So to see something that was, you know, a little bit more, you know, uh, indie type of a film, uh, lower budget, um, you know, with really great uh, story, really great writing um, and the little cutest little shell uh, Marcel ever, uh, you know, you got to go see it. And yeah, definitely go and support if you have like little local theaters like that. Uh, definitely go and check them out because they're a lot of fun and they could definitely uh, use your support. Um, you know, even even though, you know, the box office numbers are are starting to go up, but definitely go and support your local theaters. And, you know, who else loves Marcel the Shelf? That is Max from Galaxy of Film. He said that was his favorite uh, movie of the year, Michaela. And that is a really good pick because um i don't i don't know if it's my favorite movie of the year but it is definitely up there but you know what was my favorite movie of the year maybe uh bobby frick says everything everywhere all at once had a chance to go see that at the movie theater um that's really high up on some oscar lists as it should be because it is excellent uh made it out to see that one i was really good you haven't had a chance to watch that one yet michaela i have not i have not i missed the boat when it was out in the theater and then it came out again for like a week and i missed it then so i am really hopeful that it comes to a theater or that it opens up on a streaming service um i haven't checked in recent history for when it when it will or if it will um but it is definitely going to be up for a bunch of oscars so i uh hopefully didn't miss the boat completely on that one because i've heard it so good i will watch it at some point it's just a question of if we'll make it in time for the oscars um because I've heard it's amazing, and uh, you've you've said a couple of times, and I I trust your judgment. You know, sometimes I know I'm late to you know the <laughs> the, right. the pickup, but I, I end up getting there, and then I know I understand. Um, but I did really love Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I, I'm glad it's made. I don't know how exactly it has done this, but it's made the cutoff for best animated film because portions of it are, are animated. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so I'm really hoping that that at least gets an Oscar nod. In my opinion, it's probably the best animated film I've seen all year. Um, just, just because of the the messaging and just the the sheer creativity around it. It's really good. And if anybody out there is watching thinking, oh, I might give it a shot. It's great for kids. Um, we didn't, my kid was in school, so we didn't take him, but, uh, when we went, but it's fine for kids, um, and it's fine for adults and it's just amazing. And Isabella Rossellini's in it. It's so good. There's no reason not to watch this film. Yeah. It's a, it's a very touching, uh, little story and yeah, definitely glad we were able to go and see that at the independent, uh, picture house here in, uh, Charlotte. So, uh, definitely kudos to them and hope to get back up there, uh, here in the not so distant future to check out some more movies, but, uh, you gotta go, you gotta go to the IMAX screen, you know, to see some things, right. Michaela, we saw, I think we might've seen all of these in IMAX, uh, all of the Marvel films yeah. that came out this year. You know, uh, if, if any industry could survive anything, uh, that is the juggernauts of, uh, Disney's, uh, Marvel studios. So we saw, uh, what did we even see there? We saw, uh, Dr. Strange this year. We saw, uh, I don't even know. We saw a lot of things. <laughs> we saw uh, a lot of things. We, the, saw the we, saw we saw Wakanda forever. We saw Doctor Strange and the multitude of the multi-universe the multi, of madness. The multiverse. The we multiverse, um yeah. just at the back end of 2021, beginning of 2022, we saw the the latest Spider-Man film. Which spoiler alert: all of the Spider-Man come on the scene, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was really still taking hold of the box office in January of 2023. So I feel like that counts. I feel like that counts. Yeah, yeah that, that still counts. And we saw, um, you know, it wasn't all just Marvel. We saw we went and saw the Batman uh, from uh, DC, uh, got that one checked off. And, you know, we also saw some other kind of more uh, more independent films and some things that I really liked. One of my favorites of the year, uh, you and I uh, went to see was Nope. Uh, Jordan Peele, a uh, very excellent uh, little movie that looked stunning on the big IMAX screen, I will say, um, as, you know, not a not a huge moviegoer, um, at least in uh, history. Uh, maybe I've been converted now, uh, but that yeah. one looked absolutely great. And I really like that one. Uh, we covered that on an episode uh, uh, right about the time that that came out. The Flying yeah. Horse Cocktail. Flying Horse Cocktail it was really good. Uh, nope was so good. And it's so hauntingly good um, because I we saw it. And it's still, there's still parts of that film that I think about. It's really well done. The cast is great. Um, Yeah, really good, like kind of like monster alien film. Just really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to say one of the best films that I think I saw this year that we have not covered, uh, but let's face it, it's going to be up for an Oscar. So we're probably going to talk about it at some point, uh, was the Fablemans. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Very, you're going to laugh because I'm going to say something here. And you're not going to believe it, but very rarely do I cry the first 10 minutes of a film. And I totally got weepy in the first 10 minutes of this film just because of the way it depicts this really wonderful family. And Steven Spielberg was like giving, sending us a love letter to, to any child who was like in love with movies and kind of, you know, whether it's truly an autobiographical film or not, um, we could talk about it at a later time, but I just loved the look and feel. Every Almost everything about this film was just absolutely amazing. It really re- reminded me of the way I felt uh, seeing Coda, just mm-hmm. it's really kind of family oriented, like coming of age, um, but it, it, where it's their adult themes, but it's not an adult 
film like so kids could you know not kids but young people could watch it and still understand but adults are going to get something different out of it really loved the Mm -hmm. fablemans um we just gotta you know i don't know if we'll we'll ever cover it we gotta find a cocktail that'll that would work (laughs) that'll be that'll be good for the moving picture cocktail yeah there you go yeah that was absolutely excellent and yeah you make some good uh kind of comparisons there dakota and uh that's going to you know get some comparisons come oscar time for sure so we'll be sure to talk about that as we start to get into our lead up to the oscars but michaela you said cry at the first 10 minutes of movies you do that all the time and this was a movie that everyone saw uh including us uh it was a favorite from flagiamo on uh our instagram that is top gun top gun maverick yeah. Uh, everyone's favorite you were you were crying like a baby not in the first 10 minutes in the last 10 minutes though you were you were for sure uh shedding a few tears but what can we say that hasn't been said about top gun we covered it in a whole episode and you know what makes me mad about top gun maverick is i look at it and i see all the money that it's made and i see all the critical acclaim that it's getting and i say i i really want to not like this movie but it's so good it's a really good movie it's really good i you know what can we say about top gun maverick what i'm finding that's really amazing about this film is it did such a good job of paying homage to the first one and i probably say something like this at the end of the of the end of the episode we did but it does a great job of paying homage to the first one and also having new meat uh new things to cover some some different conflicts um you know you really see uh, Maverick in a very different way um, because he's grown. He is now 40 years older or whatever. And um, it's really cool uh, the way that they do it. Um, And I mean, a kid, a friend of my son's was talking to me and he's a little bit older than my son, but he was like, Hey, my, I I watched Top Gun. And I said, Oh, you watched the new one. That's really cool. And he's like, no, no, I watched the original. Um, And it, it, it's so much better than the first, than the second one, even because all these things happen and it really, you know, it's inspires people to go back and, and understand where Maverick started and why he's making the decisions and why, you know, goose and rooster had the you know why rooster had the dynamic he had with him um and i think that's really special um because we covered a lot of you know movies with sequels and i think that's the same thing that kind of happened in terminator 2 where if you hadn't seen terminator 1 and you went and saw it you wanted to go back and see the first one because you wanted to understand more about how they got there in the first place because Mm -hmm. the story in the second one was so compelling to begin with and so yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's going to do really well. Whether or not it's going to like get an Oscar for it is, I don't know how I feel about that, but it made a ton of money and some of the <laughs> shots are really beautiful. So who knows? It, it, it made a lot of money. It is uh, dialed in on that cinematography Oscar for sure. Might be, might be my luck. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's not even nominated. No, none of the That's nominations right. are out. So let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But, uh, you know, speaking of sequels, uh, you bring up a good point. Uh, a sequel should do two things really well. It should make you want to go out and, you know, see see the original where you know those ideas and characters came from but should also stand on its own and that's why top gun maverick is so great uh because you don't have to see the first top gun 
to really understand and really like Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Terminator 2, uh, same thing, same thing there. It should make you want to go and see the first movie, um, you know, to seek out those themes. And another sequel that does that uh, really, really well because it had me wanting to go watch the original one. Um, it's just out on Netflix. If you were uh, hip to going to the movie theater to see it in that one week that it was there, uh, that Netflix graced the uh, movie theater screens with. But that is the new Knives Out Glass Onion. Force Time Pod says that's their favorite movie of the year. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite movie of the year, but it's a really good movie. Uh, Knives Out, the first movie uh, from Ryan Johnson there, uh, was really great. Uh, we talked about Ryan Johnson's Brick, not this year, but last year. Uh, so he has these uh, whodunits uh, down to a T, and Glass Onion is no exception. Really good uh, film. Definitely a recommend going to check it out. It just hit Netflix on December 23rd, so you might not have had a chance. You might not have had internet. I was planning to watch it uh, at home uh, with the fam, yeah. but but no internet there. So, uh, so yeah. So I still need to see it. And then as soon as I rewatch that, I'm definitely going to want to go back and watch the original Knives Out again. Yeah, I think Knives Out, the, you know, the Daniel Craig uh, accented character, you either love him or hate him, right? I mean, no, I love love him or you love him because he's he's great. (laughs) He's amazing. I first I mean, I find it hilarious. Um, But I remember seeing it with some friends and they were like, oh, God, I don't think I can do the second one because he was his accent was so off putting. Um, But it's 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 pretty good, I got to say. And so I've not seen Glass Onion. Um, it's on my list. I, like you, didn't have internet for about six hours uh, out of my day, one of these weekends. So um, that's what I had planned to do. And that didn't happen. So soon, soon, uh, we'll be able to talk more about it because I'm sure it's going to be up for something. Um, It's gotten a lot of really good critical acclaim. And so Mm -hmm. more to come. Yeah, more more to come on that on the uh, Benoit Blanc uh, anthology of uh, of films there. So yeah, uh, Daniel Craig he's great and he's even extra great in uh, Glass Onion. So a uh, really good pick there. But you know, Michaela, this year we covered you know not only not only new, the new movies, but this year on Drink the Movies we covered uh, a lot of you know, kind of all over the place. We did some Oscar movies from last year. Like we mentioned, we did our holiday and our Halloween movies. We did some of our favorite movies. Uh, we talked a little bit about Terminator 2, one of my favorite movies of all time. Empire Records, one of my other favorite movies of all time. Uh, you know, talked about those this year. A Big Lebowski, I know, was a driving factor in getting you to uh, want to do your own movie podcast one day. We talked about that. Uh, Working Girl, you know, so we got into some of your favorites too. We sure did. We did. I think we did a really good um list uh, there was a good mix of favorites um of old and new um when we created this podcast i i you know i took a list of all the films that i loved and some of them are really just awful and esoteric and and someday i have the dream that we're going to cover them um but I, I do like the mix that we that we've had this year we've had a, a couple people actually send in requests um so we were asked to do boondock saints uh, we were asked to do Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, um, and we we had a couple of really uh, kind of milestone time uh, milestone movies, right? So, ET had their 40th anniversary, um, so we were able to actually see that in the theater and then talk about it. Um, Poltergeist, uh, I think that was a 35 year uh, milestone movie for. Um, for the, the the original poltergeist there um so it, it's been it's been really nice kind of a nice mix of films that were older uh that still struck hearts and minds and then uh, a couple of our favorites in for good measure yeah absolutely yeah we we uh we talked about 
you know, kind of kind of all over the place. And uh, we really like that kind of made the the change from doing completely themed stuff to, you know, just bouncing around a little bit. And I think that keeps it a little bit more fresh and interesting and gives, you know, some people some opportunities to make requests. So uh, definitely go and do that. If you have a movie or a cocktail that you want to see uh, featured on the podcast, you know, drop us a line and, uh, you know, we're probably going to uh, going to cover it because, you know, uh, we have our own taste in movies, but we want to make sure that we are are reaching out and, you know, covering just a, a broad spectrum of stuff. So and, you know, I think we we really did that in both cocktails and movies this year Michaela 2022 has been quite an exciting time we've we've uh we've grown a lot um kind of the podcast that's been exciting to see um it's been exciting to see kind of our our general knowledge and breadth of the kind of cocktails we make and can feel comfortable you know making on our own and stuff like that has been fun we got to do some fun movie stuff you know we were back at Disney and Universal Studios this year and the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser so we got to live in uh Star Wars for a while we got to go to Wizarding Wizarding World, and uh, we got to do a lot of fun uh, movie stuff that year. And hopefully, 2023 is going to be, you know, kind of more of the same. Hopefully, we're, you know, back in the movie theater, back making cocktails, and uh, back having a lot of fun talking about them. Yeah, that is the hope. Um, gosh, I guess now is the time to kind of look to the future and think about what 2023 will come, uh, will bring to us. Uh, any hopes and dreams on your uh, docket for 2023 as far as movies or cocktails, Brian? Oh man. So my, my hopes and dreams for cocktails is that I continue to have a couple of really good ones every week. I see that being, being the case. And I'm really looking forward to, um, the new Indiana Jones film. I don't even know if I'm looking forward to the new Indiana Jones film as much as I know that that's just going to make me rewatch all the other Indiana Jones films. So it's going to be like, it's going to be like five movies for the price of one basically. So I'm pretty yeah. excited about that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That franchise is old and amazing. <laughs> just like Harrison Ford. Absolutely. Um, but what about you, Michaela? What are your hopes and dreams uh, for 2023? Anything you're looking forward to or uh, really, really want to get into? No, I mean, gosh, um, I'm really excited to learn more about all the, the, the cocktail making aspects. I mean, I think that um, I was really just a babe. I was like a child wandering the forest when we first started this cocktail uh, podcast because I was like, oh, I like to drink cocktails and I like to make them if they're like three ingredients or less. And now I think uh, I personally have gotten more adventurous. Um, I've gotten braver in, hey, let's try this technique or let's let's set this thing on fire and see what happens. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. Um you know, we can, we can certainly, uh, we should do some blooper outtakes for, for, for the kids at home, um, yeah. uh, of times that it's not gone well, uh, cause that's been hilarious, but it's been a really good learning journey. And, uh, I'm, I'm always excited for the next movie. I, I love that we were smarter, uh, this time, uh, this time around for Oscar season. So maybe we won't have to watch 56 films. Maybe it'll <laughs> be something like 30, uh, because we've seen a bunch of them. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, we don't know what the what the nominations are are going to look like. Um, so I'm, I, I, that is a hope, though, because it does take a lot of time, and uh, they're they're all like three hours long now. So, um, yeah, true. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, for sure. So um, well, thank you so much for joining us on this year end recap. We just, you know, kind of wanted to throw this uh, episode together to talk a little bit about uh, what we had going on this year, what we, you know, were up to with the podcast, you know, what everyone's kind of favorite stuff was and what our uh, hopes were for this coming year. So if 
you out there listening want to let us know what your favorite things of 2022 were or what you're looking forward to the most in 2023, uh, you can do that online. You can find us basically everywhere now. We're on Instagram and Twitter and Hive. It's at Drink the Movies and on Facebook.com slash Drink the Movies. Uh, TikTok, Drink the Movies. Uh, go check us out there and check out the website. It's www.drinkthemovies.com. And if you want to support Drink the Movies and get a little bit of bonus content and all that good stuff, you can do that on our Patreon, which is www patreon.com slash drink the movies and if you want to come and just chat with us uh you know kind of on a more frequently informal basis check out the discord link is in the bios of all of those websites that i just mentioned so uh go check that out and uh share all the movie tv uh music cocktail uh excitement we got going on over there and you know if you had a really nice 2022 and you want to spread the 2022 love with people maybe leaving a review for one of your favorite podcasts would be would be something nice a uh, good way to kick off the new year Michaela I think where should people be doing that you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and Good Pods and all the places where anchor podcasts are distributed um it is actually really cool uh to say that I, I still I, I know I say that on almost every episode but it's really cool that we're on all those places but you can find us you can subscribe we do two drops a week as you know we have the amazing lobby bar that drops uh Monday or Tuesdays of every week and then usually around Thursdays we do our big drop for our deep dive uh movie cocktail extravaganza and uh we got a lot of really fun movies planned for 2023 that being said um leave leave us a review subscribe uh and leave us a message you know there's a bunch of different ways in which you can get a hold of us brian you just listed all of them um mm -hmm. send us a request tell us what your favorite movie is one of my favorite conversations to have with people uh around the world is what their favorite movie is and why and we'd love to share uh the love we don't have to do our favorite movies because we've done most of them <laughs> so we we can do yours um and we can find a cocktail or we can find a movie that matches your favorite cocktail. You know, let's let's uh, we're really excited that we're building out this community. And the more we talk about it, the better. It's just really awesome. So, yeah, here's to yeah. 2023. Here's to 2023. And speaking of favorite movies, we will be back next week to talk about a lot of people's favorite movie. That is Shawshank Redemption. And we hope you have a safe and happy uh, new year. Uh, be careful out there if you're partying, if you're drinking champagne. Uh, always be safe. And we will talk to you next time on Drink, Drink the, the Movies. May all acquaintance be forgot and never come to mind. I don't know the words. Should okay. all acquaintance okay. be forgot? I don't even know what that means. Should that know. does that mean that you forget your friends on purpose? It means pop the champagne. Happy 2023.